and welcome to another new edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. We, uh, you know, speaking to you as always, as always, in case you didn't know, Austin Huff, sports editor of the Goshen News, Evan Pack joining me. Uh, Present. We, we are we are thawed out. Sort of. From last night, the Wrigley Field experience that we both got to have. Your first one, congratulations. It's a, it's a big moment in your life, I know, going to Wrigley Field for the first time. Yeah, man, when you just, like, add my chicken tender basket in hand, mm-hmm. maybe a little beverage, had a beverage in my hand, walking yeah. up those stairs. A, a really nice Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> walking up those stairs and seeing it open in front of you is cool. It's yeah. a cool thing. I mean, it, it was cool before that because, you know, that the the famous iconic sign outside of Wrigley Field, that it's was called, cool. It's called the marquee. The marquee. Whatever. Yeah. But it's still yeah. a sign. It is, it is, but it's the marquee, you know. And, I've yeah, no. Enough, the, I've already had enough of you on this podcast. The, uh, this, the setup of Wrigley is nice where you do, like, walk up the steps and you, like, see the whole field, you know, when you're going to your seats. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's really, really cool, actually, I think. Emphasis on the cool, because it was cool. cold. It was, <laughs> it was very, very, very cool temperature. Uh, 35 degrees, had a little flurries. But, uh, Had the hot hands out. I, mean, I powered through. I powered through, not to brag. Yeah, you didn't use them. That was, that was a mistake. No, I lived. I was fine. So, Cubs 4, race 2. Best uh, best experience right there. <laughs> the bullpen. You know, I was thinking about this this morning. And, by the way, your, your uh, drink audio picks up there. So, if you're, for those listening, Evan has a water... And that you could hear that on the. Uh, can you hear the the, the yes, ice? Yes, you can hear the ice and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I'm parched. Big, a little parched yeah, this morning. Yeah, you know we did a lot of screaming last night, so I don't blame you. A little parched. Um, so yeah, um, I was thinking about this this morning. You and I have been to three MLB games together, I believe, and we've seen the Rays win. When they beat the White Sox. We've seen the Cubs win now. And then we went to the Brewers-Cubs game with your cousin, who's a Brewers fan, and the Brewers won. So we've all seen our teams, like, win when we're all to- kind of together, you and I. So, like, there you go. Also, your cousin is Austin Lee Pack, so, like, the combination of the Goshen News Sports you know, department. Yeah. <laughs> so, really, we're all winners here. We've all seen our team win at least once in person, you know, together. So it's good to get out to the ballpark, even mm-hmm. though it was frigid. Root, root, root for the Cubbies. If they don't win, it's a shame. And then guess what? They scored a run right after that. Ian yeah, Hamm. we almost got out of it. Two outs, two on, one strike away. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, couldn't do it. Anyway, we had we actually had high school sports this past week. Believe it or not, we've had high school sports. Finally, it took us long enough, but we are, you know. Playing games. Everyone's gotten some in now. And uh, Fairfield Baseball. We're going to start with baseball. We're going to keep the baseball theme going from the start. Fairfield Baseball. Heck of a week. 4-0. Beat three NECC teams. Two, Churubusco, Angola, Central Noble. So they're riding high. Big NACC game this Tuesday night. Tonight, after we tape this against Garrett, who's also 3-0 in the conference. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that game gets played. You know, it's still cold. Um, and there still is probably bad field conditions from the snow and the rain last night or all day yesterday. So, but, I mean, 
Fairfield, man, they're getting it done on the mound. They're getting it done at the at the plate. You know, Luke Mast bat five thirty eight first week. Dylan Weaver uh, four seventeen. Alec Hershberger doing Alec Hershberger things on the mound. Yeah. How is he in the batter's box? I'm sure he hits. He doesn't hit that often, actually. No. Yeah, but he did have uh, an RBI the other day against Northwood, and he had a nice like double. I think people were surprised he actually hit the ball. It was like this guy obviously is very good at pitching, and he doesn't really play the field like often. Like they're gonna DH for him when he's pitching. So, yeah, it they are um they're pretty good right now, man. Ranked number sixth in the uh, in the uh, prep baseball report Indiana top ten poll. So did not make the top ten of the coaches poll, which is you know. Interesting. That's fine. That's fine. They'd keep winning, they'll find themselves there. That's for sure. Right. But unfortunately, I mean, you look at the rest of baseball teams, right? Mm. You know, we're having some struggles. Mm. Having some struggles. But Concord, you know, I saw them play Bethany Christian. They have a nice young roster. Bethany Christian, you know, they've they're missing some pieces from last season, but they've won a couple games. They won a couple games since that loss to Concord. Wasn't a pretty one. Eighteen to one, obviously, but. uh, Concord's three and two. You got Fairfield four and zero, oh. but after that, everybody else is under five hundred. Little bit of struggling to open the uh, open the season here. Yeah, and the Northridge is two and one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised to see Northwood one and five. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, young team. You know, they lost a lot of seniors from last year, and you know they played a doubleheader against Western, who's number six in three A right now. Fairfield's a good team. And that's another loss that they had. Um, the they lost to Jimtown before the break, and then there's another loss. Oh, Elkhart, they lost to Elkhart, who's usually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, their losses aren't bad losses by any means, but those are games that they have you know either competed in or won traditionally in the past. So, young team, they're going through a little bit. Um, but hey, news. It's like almost like a new season with the conference play, you know. NLC a month begins. from now, they could be in a different spot because that's right. how fast the season goes. So. Right. I mean, literally, we are five weeks away from sectional. Not even like the it's spring insane. goes lightning fast. So it's insane. Yeah, and you, you play all these games, and yeah, it's just a crazy run. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how the you know these baseball teams do. NLC play was supposed to start Monday, and then. It snowed mm-hmm. on April 18th, so... Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, the weather yesterday was uh, not ideal. Not great. Not great. Let me I'm say actually that. surprised they still played the Cubs game, but that's I wasn't complaining. It was nice to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, th- this will be an interesting week. You're going to get some NLC matchups. You know, uh, Northridge-Goshen is always interesting. Goshen-Warsaw, you know, you get some of these crossovers. And the, and the same matchups for softball, too. You know, Northridge, um, Goshen softball tonight could be pretty good. So Those are, at the moment, our two best area teams, I would say. You can mm-hmm. argue. Fairfield, obviously, is doing pretty good. 3-3, three and three, 500. They obviously lost some pieces. Obviously, not having Brooke Sanchez either isn't great. Softball. But, oh, yeah, yeah softball. That's, we're talking about softball. Oh, yeah. okay. We're talking about softball, brother. I was like, wait. And, of course, Westview. Westview softball. Yeah, of course, Alexis Westview. Ansel. Got the, got the numbers here for you. 21 innings pitched, and there are three wins, so she's pitched every inning. Mm-hmm. She's given up five hits, one earned run. That's pretty impressive. It's the nice thing about softball. You can throw out 
your yeah. ace for every game. Yeah. They can pitch majority and be good to go. And I mean, she's going to, I mean, I think Westview's going to go as far as she goes, right? That's kind of the way it looks. I mean, pretty much, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's, she is uh, not only good pitching, but she's batting 700 right now, 7 to 10 that from helps. the plate, four RBIs. I mean, she is, she's a, she's the catalyst of this team. And they're, they got a chance. I mean, yeah. 2A, 2A softball is is pretty stacked, but they got a chance to, you know, that sectional feels pretty open. You get a good draw in the regional game, and then you go try to win a semi-state, you know what I mean? So, I think and then just winning, to win uh, state? winning a sectional championship would be the first step because they've never done that. Right. So they, I think, I mean, anything past that's just, you know. An extra right. bonus. This feels. This feels. It's early, but it feels like this is going to be the year for that. Probably, like they, they, they feel poised to take that big step. Next big leap. The next big step. Yeah. For man. And for and softball. It, <laughs> if, if you know, part of it will still probably be a, a mental thing too with Fairfield because they've Fairfield's been pretty solid and for a while. So it's, you know, it's almost like a mental barrier. To kind of get over that, so it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see how they do. Goshen softball also playing well right now. Uh, three and one start. You saw them on Friday against Elkhart. Um, any any impressions of the of the fighting uh, Brent Culps? <laughs> the fighting Brent Culps. Yeah, I mean the first two games. They I mean obviously Triton, Triton. They're, like I said, the first two games they played, twenty-five six. Though you outscore your teams twenty-five to six, that's a good start. You know, Brent Brent is pretty happy with that start. I'd be pretty happy with that start. They have a lot of experience too. I think that's the biggest thing. They're, I mean, I would venture to say they're one of the most experienced teams from our softball area. Correct. I mean, just yeah. with some of the pieces they have, especially yeah. with like Tyra Markham and Liz Ramirez in the circle, and, and, and Emily have, Bradshaw yep. adding her. Yeah, at shortstop. She's a big piece as and, well, and she's she has pitched the most innings for them this year too. She's got two start two of their wins, mm-hmm. starting pitcher. She's a transfer from Concord, I believe. Yeah, that sounds so, right. And Karina Olfig was on Goshen last year, and now she's on Concord. So it was mm-hmm. almost like a weird trade. I don't think you can technically do that in high school, right. but it basically worked out to be a trade. But yeah, the Olf- game the game I went to, and they beat Elkhart eleven to three. Or late last week. I mean, they were. It wasn't even just the experienced players doing things. They have they have younger players. Ryan Yoder's a freshman. Jenna Rolls a sophomore. Both of them hit multiple RBIs. They had seven of the eleven RBI. Seven of the eleven runs they were responsible for. So I mean, you have a mix of nice youth talent who can hit, and then you got your experienced players in the field and who can hit at the same time. I mean, things are looking up at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. They're going to be a four. I think they're going to be a, a – I don't know if force is the right word. That's That sounds like, like they're like a juggernaut, huge team. But, I mean, they're going to be battling for the NLC title. They're going to be battling for that sectional championship. Like, they got the pieces to, like, be able to pull an upset maybe over, like, a Northridge or a Warsaw who has traditionally won this softball sectional. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, probably get to play Penn in a regional – you know, and the winner, you know, they get to host like, you know, Penn's probably coming out of that softball sectional, so they're gonna go to either Northridge, Goshen, you know, or Warsaw, more than likely. Concord maybe too. Concord softball is playing pretty decently so far. That's gonna be a really interesting sectional. Those four, 
all there and like playing well and should be should be fun. Um, if they yeah. play well, they they could beat any of those teams if they play right. well. If they show what they're capable of, yeah, easily. It, it feels like it's gonna an open sectional, and then you know for Northridge, obviously like for softball, Northridge softball, it pretty much comes down to Abby Hostetler. You know, mm-hmm. at pitching, like she's she's gonna be if she's on, like which she usually is more times than not, it's gonna be a tough out. You know, I mean they they battled Penn well last week. They came up on the short end of a two one decision. It wasn't because you know Hostetler pitched bad. You know, mm-hmm. so they just gotta find the offense. That was two to one, obviously. So right, it's timely just hits. The like, other Penn's pitcher was also doing Penn, very well. So. Penn Penn had four hits in the game. They all came in a row. Three infield singles and a single up the middle that scored the two runs. Like it was one bad air quote half inning and that was it. Small so, ball. Small ball. So yeah, it, tough tough loss for Northridge, but they bounced back. They beat East Noble, um, lost to Homestead, so they're two and two. Mm-hmm. You know, again they're they're going to be a contender. There's there's no doubt they usually are. So. Ray Caples has a pretty good program over there, so I'm I'm not too worried about them. Ray knows what to do. Yeah. So, uh, girls tennis. We have some good good girls tennis action this uh, this week. Fairfield. We did. Appears to be um, playing pretty well. I was impressed with Northwood though. Yeah, Northwood's better this year. They were mm-hmm. a little, t- you know, they struggled a little bit last year, but they're going to be decent this year. Northwood ended up beating Concord in uh, head-to-head, but um, Fairfield, you know, won 3-2, and then they played in this uh, Plymouth invite with a couple state-ranked teams. Um, they ended up getting second place out of the, in- you know, they they did this invite where it was individual brackets, and he scored the points off that, so it wasn't team versus team. Hmm. But in a sense, it is because yes, yeah, yeah. still gives you an idea, right? So they they only finished they finished second to Crown Point, who's ranked in the top twenty five. So like, it's a it's a good baseline to mm-hmm. kind of see where you're at. So and they beat Northridge, um, which was a team you know last year that was pretty good. Northridge is young this year, but. Lost some key pieces. Yeah, they're still trying to adjust, obviously. Yeah. Goshen. Goshen. Looking good. They've they got a couple wins. To yeah. this point. They beat Wawasee. 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 And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it feels still early for tennis. Like, you know, Fairfield, like with you know, Addison Mast, is like just such a good player at the top for them. Like, just ridiculous. Really I mean, going to be hard for her to lose. Like, she's going to have to... She might not lose until they get to, like, a regional, you know, match. It's just effortless. Yeah. You know, you watch her play, and you're just like, she doesn't break a sweat. She's very composed. hmm But she can just cover so much ground on the tennis court. Like, mm-hmm. that's what, I mean, if you saw my picture from last week, and that, that, uh, that a good photo. was it the Wednesday edition of our uh, paper? Yes. 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 She was like, I mean, that picture says it all. The athleticism there, it's impressive. I mean, she won 6-0, 6-1, didn't break a sweat, like I said. So I guess you could expect that from her for a majority of this season, for the next mm-hmm. six weeks or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, six and, weeks. I mean, she's pretty good, and, you know, they got some depth behind her. They have good amount coming back from that last year regional finalist team. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, they're going to be – they're probably the best team in the NECC. They're definitely like a conference favorite. And, you know, 
sectional, you know, we'll see. But it's just good, uh, you know, they have a good start. And, you know, all of our other teams are kind of just, you know, lurking almost. Like Concord played well this weekend at East Noble. So did Westview. Um, Northwood, like you mentioned, had a good good match, you know, against... Against Fairfield, I mean, 3-2 right, right there. They picked up so. a couple of individual victories. So, it's been a fun start to the girls' tennis season, I think. I would, I agree. So we get a couple of regionals. We maybe could get... One to semi-state. Fairfield maybe gets to semi-state. I mean, they could. They could. We'll have to see. Know. We'll have to see how things play out. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then uh, track, we'll do a little track, track talk. Or do we want to talk about boys golf first? Let's do boys golf first. Boys Goshen. golf. <laughs> How about Goshen? Threadhawks, don't sleep on them. Don't say that. Now you cursed them. Well, I, I, I didn't say it. You said it. So Maybe it's different if I say it. Maybe it's good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be good. Don't, <laughs> don't sleep on any of our teams. There you go. Curse them yep. all. Yeah. No one's winning a sectional this year now. Um I don't think they could. Yep. Ocean Boys Golf, man. That was impressive. First match of the year. 320. 320. At home. Almost 30 shots. I mean. Home course, 29 strokes over in Northridge, who was second place, who we, you know, raved about in the preseason, who yeah. is going to be a great team still. But to beat them by 29 strokes is impressive. Yeah. You had Northwood. Yeah, it was the whole Goshen Invitational, Fairfield and Northwood. They both tied for third, so they had good days as well. They both, both those teams shot 359. Braden Miller for Fairfield. Four, freshman. Four medalists in four yep. four tournaments last week. I mean, kid's a stud. Freshman, too. I know. Shot a 71. In those conditions, pretty good. Yeah. Get a, give a shout-out to uh, Silas Hare. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced because... Har? Har? It's not... There's no R. Horror. His dad pronounced his name. I think it was his dad. Maybe it was just a coach. But when I was there, like he's like, hey, if you say his name, this is how you say it. So it's just one syllable. So I think it's hair. Hair? Yeah. Har? Sorry, Silas, if it's not that. But he shot a 75. Silas H. Second place. He got yeah. the second place individual medalist for that. So... But Goshen, uh, all five of their all five of their golfers, top ten uh, medalists. So when you pretty play good. that consistently, you're probably going to win. Yes, yeah, pretty good day for the Red Hawks. Jackson Gipe, mm. good day. Chase Meyer, you know those two guys at the top. Good one-two punch. He was happy with his five too. Got Todd Kaufman. He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. He shot an 82. Mm-hmm. So Zach Subar right after that, 84. So if you get that consistency all the time, they're going to be a team to worry about in the NLC for sure. I still like Northridge a lot. You know, yeah. you got guys like Brock Rushley and Ty Miller at the top of your lineup, but we'll have to see. It would probably come down to those two, though, I would imagine. Feels like it. Feels mm-hmm. like it right now, but it's still early. Haven't seen Warsaw. Yeah, Warsaw you know. is usually traditionally pretty awesome. Solid. I was going to say like awesome. A contender. I was like, oh, not awesome. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty awesome. Pretty They're good. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Love Warsaw. Pretty yeah. good. So, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a team. Northwood had a couple returners. You know, they looked good in spurts as well. But they have some young guys behind in the lineup. So, that are going to have to continue to get better for them to make some noise in the NLC, I suppose. Yep. So. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, the NLC feels pretty solid again in golf. NECC will see, you know. NECC golf traditionally NECC not will see. too deep. 
Lakeland is the defending conference champ, but Fairfield looks formidable, especially with Braid Miller at the top. You get a guy who can shoot that, you know, every every time he goes out, like that's mm-hmm. puts you in a good spot. So, um, yeah. So I feel like that's enough. That's that covers. That was the big thing for golf this week, you know. Yeah, there hasn't been a bunch. Fairfield yet. won a couple conference matches. Lakeland won a couple conference matches. Northridge so. won some nine-hole matches as well. Right. They haven't lost a nine-hole match yet. They're feeling out. It's like a feeling out process, you know. Yep. Right now, especially in in golf, like anyone that played Thursday in those fifty-mile-an-hour winds, like. It's hard to feel it out. Yeah. Well, you're not feeling much when the wind's freezing you like that. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of 50-mile-an-hour winds on Thursday, track. I was at track on during that. That was fun. Not really. But, <laughs> you know, uh, Northridge picked up a couple NLC wins over Northwood and Goshen. Um, you know, tracks, tracks of, it's almost like swimming, where if you have a lot of depth, you can, you know, win more times than not. You know, the top-end talent is still important but like in swimming this past year in the nlc on the girls side right concord and wawasee let's just for comparison's sake like wawasee had some pretty good top end talent but their depth wouldn't doesn't really allow them to win you know a head-to-head team competition because you know concord has doubled the amount of swimmers can score more points things like that like northridge Yes, they obviously have top-end talent. Mason Floria in both hurdles, the long jump, mm. um, you know, does the 4 by 2 a little bit. Jack Moore, of course, in the 2-mile. They're 4 by 4 they're 4 by 8 you know, pretty traditionally solid. Um, but they also have, you know, three guys running in an event that helps them score some more points to get a victory, you know, in that type of a competition. So... Uh, they're they're the defending NLC champs, and they have the talent and depth to do it again this year. It looks like mm. so, and then you know, like Goshen Boys Track, obviously their distance guys are very good. Hogan, Johnston, Claxton, like they're going to be really good in the you know the one mile, the eight hundred, the four by eight, but they don't have enough of that depth or talent on the other spots to really like score a lot of team points necessarily. Right. So. But we'll get those individuals back to state, probably. Right, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, Northridge and Goshen still might end up with the same amount of people, events, whatever, going to state, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's just, it might just be like that, even though, like, Northridge wins the NLC. Like, they won, like, 69-43 to 43 over Goshen in the team score, technically, or 69-36, something like that, where, like, it looks like a blowout, right? But... Mm-hmm. They both still might get three guys to state. Like, Wallace C. Swimming, girls swimming at, you know, both Michler sisters go to state and scored enough points at state to get them in the top 15. Like, you know, so it's it's just track like that is interesting. Like, sometimes those team scores are a little misleading, and it's you want to win, but it also is about getting them ready to go for sectional, regional, state, making sure that they're peaking at the right time. And, uh, you know, it's all very strategic. What? It's all very strategic. Right. Similar to swimming. Right. So you don't want to burn anyone out on April 19th right now in track. So, um, and it's the same thing with girls track, you know, with the Karma Cripe relays on Saturday. So I got to to see some of our teams. Lakeland boys had a nice day in terms of like winning events. They're four by two one. 
Um, Dom Lawrence in the 110 hurdles got a victory. And then Wyatt Priestley in the uh, pole vault got a victory, too. So, and Emma Shifley on the girls' side won pole vault. So, Lakeland boys got, got some... pole vault in that day. Pole vault. Did they get to play... Did it... Well, it wasn't windy in the morning when they were doing pole vault. And then it got windy when they were running, so... Okay. Yeah, I, I can't imagine yeah. you can ever... I don't. I wonder what the cutoff is for pole vault and the wind. You know, maybe I would like bet if it's 15. like 20 miles an hour or more... Yeah. But there was no wind from like nine to noon on uh, Saturday, and then the wind started picking up near the end of the running events. Go figure. But yeah, so it's early for track. Big uh, NLC girls match on Thursday or meet on Thursday. Northridge, Warsaw, Goshen at Goshen. Um, Northridge and Warsaw, top two teams, girls track in the NLC. So that's going to be a big competition. Um, Goshen still young and trying to figure it out a little bit, so mm-hmm. we'll see how if they can just you know stay competitive. But it's you know Northridge and Warsaw is basically what you know that's going to decide the NLC champion on Thursday right. for 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 all intents and purposes. So I bet you're excited about the Goshen relays this weekend. Goshen relays, <laughs> yes, Saturday 9 a.m. As of now, supposed to be nice weather. Knock on wood. Like very it's nice. bad audio. I'm sorry. Like very nice weather. 80 and sunny, so we'll see. Uh, Bob Duell, honorary referee. Congratulations, Bob. Teaches at the junior high. Been involved in the community for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been here long enough, you've heard his name. So congratulations, Bob, on uh, the honor. So mm-hmm. going to go talk to Bob tomorrow, actually, for a story. So look for that in the Thursday print edition of the Goshen News. You can talk Online to him Online Wednesday night. In person? You're going to talk to him? Yeah, I'm going to go to his house. Take a picture of him, too. Oh, yeah, you need a photo of him? Yeah. That's right, yeah. Like how we did with uh, Larry Biller last year. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Any? Are, are you excited? You're going to be not at the Goshen Relays on Saturday. It's too bad. I'm kind of sad about it. Yeah? I would have liked a nice a nice day. After you last had year the wasn't. rainy one last year? Yep. Well, you're gonna. where are you going to be instead? I'm going to be in Florida because I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm going to be in South yeah. Bend. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, wait, you're going on vacation again? Dang. South Bend because you want to know why? Yeah, that's why I asked. You want to know why? It is the Blue and Gold game. Notre Dame spring game on Saturday. You know, that's exciting. And it's always nice weather, right? Last year was nice weather. It was. From what I remember. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. No. A few weeks ago. It's, it's like it's it was nice very weather. strategic. Very nice of Notre Dame to schedule a spring game the same day as the Goshen relay, so we could both get good weather. Yep. Yeah. It's very nice. Because for some reason it's always nice when the spring spring game comes around. But yeah. They uh draft the teams this week, which I don't I mean it seems kinda weird. It seems kind of yeah. like a waste of time. There's no um positives to come out of that, I feel like. I feel like the coaches should definitely put the teams together. That's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, it just. I need I you to know. write a, a scathing column about which team, like, like you got to have some really serious takeaways from it. You know, where they drafted on Wednesday morning. Yeah, they should have. They should definitely have a uh, Drew Pine and uh, Tyler Buckner on one team. You know. <laughs> yeah. See how that goes. Um, the yeah. quarterback battle on one team. Yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, – I don't think you could really get much out of a spring game, even though people will analyze it to death. 
it just shows it's a glorified practice, but it shows what some of these players can do. You haven't seen him in action. You haven't seen him in live. It's for the public. You know? Yeah, it's for the public to watch and be like, oh, Braden Lindsay, he's like the greatest wide receiver ever right now. And he'll pull a hamstring in August and then not play the whole year. So it's fine. It's good. I mean, not it, fine, but you know. It'd be good to see what the offensive line looks like against that pretty experienced defensive line. Some some dudes on the line. Not everybody's going to play, obviously. It's some guys out during the spring, so you're not going to see the full team. But you're going to see a lot of the new guys. Excited about seeing some of these new early enrollees, see what they can do. Brandon Joseph game. at the safety Brandon position. Joseph, transfer. I mean, I know what he can do. He's going to be good. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. He, He's shown the ability to be good. So, mm-hmm. He might be their best safety if he stays healthy. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know, spring games are fine. They're fine. Like, just treat it like a practice and you're good. Like, it's not... Anything that needs to be overanalyzed or... Yeah, my story will probably just be like an observation story. It yeah. stood out. That works for me. Well, it looked... Because, I mean, it's kind of pointless to write a uh, game story yeah. in the spring game. Yeah. This is a good uh, impromptu uh, staff meeting right here, talking about Notre Dame, what we're doing for coverage of the Notre it's Dame It's just spring like game. an in-depth look of what goes go. through our heads before... It's a little behind the scenes for you guys. Before we do stuff. If you're still listening at the 29-30 mark of this podcast, yes... Um, that's us. That's how we do our ch- conversations in the office. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to stop you, I guess. Um, oh, quickly before uh, we pivot away from, you know, local-ish stuff, a couple of local notes wanted to mention. A uh, couple new head coaches hired in this past couple of days. We already talked about Chandler Pribble, Westview boys basketball coach last week. Um, I said Chandler, right? Chandler Pribble? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. For a second there, I thought I said his name wrong. Um, Happens. Happens. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Hirschberger will be the new Fairfield volleyball head coach. She was the assistant coach to her sister, Brittany, for the last couple seasons. And she is um, the daughter of – or their, their mother was a longtime coach at Fairfield as well. Took them to state title game uh, 2005, I believe. I should have looked that up before I started talking. Don't ask me, buddy. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, before we got here, before we were even, like, knew we wanted to be sports journalists. So Maybe I knew when I was 10. You, you didn't knew know, you wanted you to be a sports journalist? You didn't know when you were 10? I just wanted to be in sports, I think. I knew probably. I wanted to do something in sports, too. But uh, And then Seth Kreit, new uh, head swimming coach at Northridge. He's a 2016 Northridge alum, 24 years old, young guy, was an assistant coach for them last year. Um, should be in good hand. Program should be in good hands with him, I feel like. He's young, energetic, obviously knows the program. Um, so I think it was a good hire. Makes makes a lot of sense. Of course. Checks a lot of both, boxes. Both, both of these hires make a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Anthony Snyder was hired as the uh, Concord Wrestling head coach. Uh, Anthony, I'm looking up his bio right now, courtesy of Dave Preheim. Thank you. Uh, Snyder graduated from Mishawaka in 2008, went to IUSB uh, for college, and he went to semi-state all four years as a wrestler in high school. So, so he's, he's, he's been gotta, there, done that. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And uh, he was the head wrestling coach at Bremen uh, the last five seasons, so 2017 to 2022. So... 
He was named the NIC Wrestling Coach of the Year in 2021. Turned around the Bremen program. They were bad, and then now they're okay. He can keep all his green. Keep right. All, the green polos green are still good. That's good. That's, that's good observation by you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he is a new wrestling coach at Concord, so shout out them. And then uh, new uh, want to give a shout out to uh, Revolution Soccer Training. I was at their grand opening uh, Saturday over in South Goshen. So off was the Eisenhower. mayor, right? Stutzman? Jeremy Stutzman was, was there. there. Gilberto Perez Jr., the uh, city councilman for uh, council or District Five, District Five, he was there. Um, yeah, it's a cool facility, man. If I was playing soccer in this area and I was like, you know, 12, 13 years old, like I'd want to train there. It looks awesome. So a lot of cool technology. It's really hard to explain it. You kind of just have to see it in person um, to like really understand what's going on. Watch their videos. They have a website, Facebook page. Instagram, you can find it. It's hmm. it's impressive. It's really, really cool. This is stuff that is literally not in this country. Like they got other technology from overseas. So this is pretty to, cool uh, stuff. Try some of it out. Did you kick a few soccer balls around? No, no. There was a lot of pressure to get the mayor to start, and he was like, "No, I don't want to get sweaty before my dinner." It's like that's fair. Yikes! And then I and then he posted on Facebook that he was uh, coloring Easter eggs with his family. Uh, a couple hours after that, so he did Yikes. have to go, you know, go back home for dinner met, and Easter eggs. Guess he met home home dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So did you yeah, co- did you color Easter eggs with your family this weekend? No. <laughs> I think the last time I colored Easter eggs was when I was home my freshman year of college, and my mom made us do it. Yikes! My brothers were still shouldn't in high have school. admitted that. I think. What? <laughs> Why? I was eight, nineteen. My brothers were in high school and middle school still, so it was like a family thing. My mom reshare my mom reshares the photo every year. She took a photo of us sitting at the table and like I look disinterested, like completely disinterested. My one brother looks like he's really into it and the other brother is like also kind of into it, but it's mostly my face that sells the picture of like dang, I got to do this again. Like mm. I thought it was over this. So, if we videoed our podcast that would be a perfect time to like just like find that photo and throw it in <laughs> there for it, everyone yeah. to see it. It's on if you want to, you know, scroll through my Facebook, you'll eventually find it. Yeah, that must have been recent too, because the photo like she probably shared, she probably shared it recently. Though. I think she, she did she, share it like a couple weeks or whatever a week or two ago when it popped up again. So <laughs> let's take a gander. Oh yeah, well you like. Just going through my social media pages all the time, so feel free. You'll find it. It's a fun time. Yeah. Um, I think I'm good, honestly. I mean, I don't think we really need to talk about anything national. Nothing really was too exciting. I mean, NBA playoffs, but whatever. Yeah, we do have NBA playoffs, you know. But I, I kind of like this. We've, we've pretty much been all local this episode. I kind of want to keep it all local, you know. No one cares that my thoughts on the Bulls choking a game against the Bucks. Like, no one cares. Kyrie. Kyrie. A lot of middle fingers from that yeah. guy. A lot of middle fingers. Celtics, crazy ending to that game. Yeah. Good game there. The Warriors are up 2-0 in the Nugs. Yeah, that's Nuggets. over. Steph Curry is back. It's over. Suns beat up on the Pelicans. That yep. looks like that's going to go by quick. Heat destroyed the Hawks. Um, Mavericks. They tied it. They came back. 1-1 Jaylen without Brunson. Luka. Wow. Remember him? Yeah. 
without Villanova Luka. fame. So that that I mean, if Luca comes back, watch out. Dallas could take out Utah. Yeah, wouldn't it be an upset. It's a four or five. You know, Dallas is a four. So, mm. but yeah, I think I'm uh, pretty good. You got anything else you want to add for the good of the cause? For the good of the cause, I would say go to Wrigley if you haven't. If you like baseball, if you like sports, it's a it's a heavenly experience. It's a, one of the cathedrals <laughs> of sports. It's very cool. Field. Okay, well, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Thank you for everybody for listening. Uh, we are hopeful to have a nice week of more sports. Goshen Relays, the biggest thing we cover all spring. Goshen Relays coming up. And, yeah, Notre Dame wraps up their spring. Should be a busy week. Looking forward to talking all about it next week on the podcast. So uh, listen then. <laughs> <laughs>